Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Today is episode 10 of Transformers Cybertron. It is Search. This episode was written by Hiro Misaki, and the last time on Transformers Cybertron, Vector Prime hit 88 miles per hour. And in this episode, uh, instead of joining his family in seeing off his brother Tim, apparently Tim is a member of the family, uh, Kobe's hanging out with Mr. Stant. Because, yeah, it mentions his brother, but Bud's in the episode. I'm thinking, okay, something didn't add up. Oh, it's a different brother. But, uh, yeah, he's watching this mechanic and wants to learn some techniques to help his friends. And then all of a sudden his phone rings and it's his friends. And uh, they have a little mechanical problem. And the mechanical problem, I don't know how Kobe is helping with this, but Overhaul is dragging like an excavator, an Autobot excavator, uh, out of up a hill or something. Why do they need Kobe? Well, yeah, exactly, because Overhaul manages to pull him forward enough that he drives through this tree roof that he snagged on, and Kobe starts fixing him up, but doesn't look like there's anything broken. And the excavator tells you know, uh, Overhaul and Kobe, look, us civilian Autobots, we're here on Earth. We can help look for this Omega lock if you wanted us to. Yeah, Overhaul, I guess, can't decide if that's a good idea. He has to call Optimus, like, call the big guy, and Optimus says, yeah, this is a great idea. And then Optimus gets a call from Red Alert on Velocitron saying, hey, hot shots in these races and things are going good. But as soon as he hangs up, he's like, oh, I should have told him that hot shots being a bad little boy. Well, yeah, the, the way he says it, though, is that we haven't found anything definite yet. Hotshot's following up some leads, which technically isn't lying. But yeah, after he hangs up, he's like, why couldn't I tell him the truth that Hotshot is modifying himself to the point where it's becoming dangerous? But at this point, Red Alert knows that the cup is the cyber key planet Green Orb. Yeah, exactly. He knows that there's a valid reason to go for it. So now he's kind of a dumbass. <laughs> But then he notices Crumple's own ransack at the bottom of the cliff he's on, and they're talking to a new Transformer. Yeah, he's uh, purple and green. They they talk a lot of smack back and forth, um, and they all transform, um, and he calls himself... It's right! It's a brand new toy! It's a brand new Transformer! It's Dirt Dog! Dirt Dog? Dirt Dog! Well, I guess they had to call him something. Yeah, but Dirt Dog? I blame the block of wood. So do I, Paul! So do I. So Dirt Dog, but he, of course, calls for a cyber planet key um, and shoots at them and it does nothing. Well, yeah, he's like, Dirt Dog attack, which is just lasers. And he thinks he destroyed them. But when the smoke clears, nope, not a scratch. And they use their cyber keys and blast him. And Red Alert watching this, he almost does the same thing Hotcha did. Like, you can tell he, he wants to get involved here to try and help Dirt Dog out. But he's like... No, I can't interfere. Like, I, I would be no better than what Hotshot did. That's how he got in trouble. But he should help, especially with what happens later. He should help because he's... So now he's a dumbass and kind of a selfish coward. Anyway, luckily for Dirt Dog, uh, Override shows up and is like, Hey, stop picking on him. <laughs> yeah, and because uh, he mentioned something about how I'm going to beat her in my own way. And well, here she is, man. <laughs> She's here now. You tell her. But... Uh, she offers to help him up, and then he kind of looks over at them and back up at her, and he's like, they don't need your charity. And she's <laughs> like, mm, fine. She transforms and leaves. And then as soon as she leaves, he's like, all right, I'll join your team. So he's a Decepticon now. And then we go back to Vector Prime, who detects a second cyber planet key map green orb on Jungle Planet, and then takes some time to discuss how horrible Jungle Planet is. Oh boy, is it a scary place. There's lightning, and there's volcanoes, and now on Jungle Planet, Megatron and Starscream are already there. And they land outside a 
pyramid and walk up the steps where they are immediately greeted by the guards who tell them to scram. Before we get into the guards, the, this temple... Okay, there's not a lot I like about this episode, I'll be honest. But this temple kind of has a really cool, like... As quasi Aztec alien yeah. looking pyramid South thing American going on. Pyramid yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah. And, it, and sticking out of the jungle helps to look. It's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, he walks up, and the first one, like one of them attacks. It's right, it's a brand new toy, it's a brand new transformer, it's three new transformers, it's Snarl, it's Undermine, and it's Scourge. This is just a Tigatron, a Grimlock painted green, and Sinner Twin with an extra head glued on the side. So sue me. Hasbro does this crap all the time. They've got a warehouse full of toys from a bunch of these cartoons, and if I don't move them, I don't get the bonus. Are you painting all these Grimlocks yourself? What, are you kidding me? I've got Steve and a bunch of orphans doing it for 43 cents an hour. Each? No, that's the entire operating budget. That and a can of green paint and a tube of creepy glue. Creepy glue for all your uncreative repainting Nemesis Prime caliber bullshit money grabs. Warning, Creepy Blue does not cause unoriginal multiple price repaints. This is simply banning on behalf of the show's creators. So, yeah, Undermine attacks Megatron, and Megatron sidesteps, and Undermine gets his ass smacked to the ground. Yeah, and then the other guy goes to attack, and Starscream uses his cyber key power, but before they can keep fighting, yet the, another Transformer shows up, who reminded me a bit of G1 Predaking, that's Scourge, and he asks, why are you here? A little bit of Prime Predaking, too, but I mean, that's, that's little, all. Yeah. There's some similarity there. And then Megatron, being the Megatron, he has just puts all his cards out on the table, and he's like, oh, I'm here looking for the Key Orb planet, and... Uh, we find out this new guy is he's this is scourge and he transforms into a dragon and then cyber key, he transforms into a dragon and they're all like whoa i've never seen that before and then he cyber keys and he's yeah a, a three-headed dragon well yeah he's the uh, boss of level six of zelda one is what i called him but uh, <laughs> the three-headed Gliok. but uh yeah the blue and white guy that reminded me a bit of tigatron i guess his name is snarl he transforms into a wolf and the little green guy's name is undermine and yeah he transforms into basically a little t-rex with this big freaking fin on his back for some reason <laughs> and then scourge actually offers civilized talk instead of combat and i think this is a commercial break yeah and now we go back to earth where the civilian autobots are passing it on to one another it's kind of like that game broken telephone except it, the message does stay the same uh that the uh, seal of atlantis is the key to the omega lock and then you know the thing that they still haven't found and one of the autobots is disguised as a garbage can he kind of reminded me of chief quimby <laughs> on inspector gadget and he shows one disguised as a motorcycle the atlantis pattern and she's seen that before and she's off to go see it again i guess and as she's off to see it again i think driving through like cornfields or something yeah uh, looks like it thundercracker just happens upon her and is thundercracker the only decepticon on earth right now it seems like it well before that he's just like oh the skies are all mine star screams gone i can do whatever i want he says something like that and he's like oh looky here what do we got it's a motorcycle driving itself that must be one of them Autobots. So he opens fire on it, and as he's doing it, a payphone, yes. who is an Autobot, sees it all happen. Just It just happens to be right there, you know. And, uh, yeah, he calls the Autobot base, and uh, they all head off, and Kobe's coming too. And back with the motorcycle, Thundercracker has, you know, his coup de grace all lined up. But before he can shoot, Jetfire just comes out of nowhere and slams into him. And then the rest of the Autobots arrive, um, and the... Uh, Lori and Kobe run up to this injured uh, motorcycle, who I don't think gets a name, but um, Thundercracker cyber keys up and fires at Optimus, who fires back, and they do that, like, lasers meet in the middle thing. 
Yeah, and there's causes a bit of an explosion, which pushes Thundercracker back a bit. And Optimus tells me, no, attacking civilians, that's low even for you. And you're going down and I guess commercial break again, maybe. But Yeah, uh, it looks like it. it. It's always kind of weird, though, when these kind of shows go to a commercial, when it's the bad guys that are the ones, you know, kind of in trouble. So Megatron uh, tells Scourge everything about the Cyber Planet Orb key map and I think the black hole. And then they they have this conversation about, like, I don't really want to save the universe, even though I'm saying it. And at the end, uh, Megatron admits that after all of this is over and we do save the universe, there will be, quote unquote, opportunities. Yes, because, yeah, Scourge sees right through that. He's like, yeah, you want to save the universe. But then what do you want to do? Like, <laughs> I'm not stupid, bud. But back with the Autobots, they one by one activate their cyber key powers and one by one blast Thundercracker with them, who gets just blasted away into the distance. They don't just like power up like everybody's cyber keys, Jetfire cyber keys, Optimus goes super thing, and then cyber keys, all for one Decepticon. Yeah, it's like a little bit overkill there, guys. So then this motorcycle, you get. Here you go, jackass! Ow! What was that? It's an old Smallfoot painted green. Well, you know what? This this Transformer kind of has Smallfoot energy. Yeah, yeah, she does kind of remind me of that. She has that youthful kind of... Yeah, eager. Yeah, energy, I, I think is the best it. word for it. That yeah. eagerness. Yeah, I'll do it. I want to help. You know what? Come to think of it, Energon Ironhide had a little bit of small foot in him, too. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that. The, the eagerness. For, like a little more sure. Californian small foot. But, <laughs> um, where are we in this? Uh, so, oh, yeah. So uh, let's just call her Smallfoot. Um, Smallfoot tells the Autobots that she saw the Atlantis, she calls it the Atlantis Seal, uh, carved in a random rock in the desert. So they all just go there. Yeah, and we see Vector Prime launch from the base while she narrates it and uh, she says I'm not a dirt bike but I like driving around in the desert where there are no humans to see me so why didn't she become a dirt bike but they end all <laughs> end up at the symbols she'd seen before and Vector Prime activates it or does something to it and uh, he asks if the kids can hear the Omega Lock but nope they can't hear a damn thing yeah because it's fake because they're all always fake because that's what happens but this one happens to have coordinates to another place they don't say that it's a planet which annoyed me because they're like oh we're gonna go somewhere else and the kids want to join because they can hear the thing and Optimus is like no and and as this conversation goes on I'm like why not until he says do you think I'd let you go to another planet and they're all like well like, they never establish it's another planet, but everybody just understands it. It pissed me off. Grum, rant over. Yeah, they were like, come on, Scattershot, you must think it's a good idea to bring us along. And he's like, well, yeah, we are going to need you, but until we know it's safe to bring you in, it'd be better if only the Autobots went first. And I think Overhaul and Landmine are like, yeah, you're too valuable to just run in there and get killed. We need you. Let us go in there and do the dirty work first. So what they decide to do is that Overhaul and um, Landmine are going to go to Jungle Planet to look for the Prime or Vector Key thing. Uh, Vector Prime opens up a gate. Overhaul goes through, but then Thundercracker shows up again and blows up the gate. Yeah, he just blasts him and then he activates his Cyber Key power and bullseyes Vector Prime, which causes the gate to close, and then he blasts Optimus, which causes him to transform back into truck mode without his trailer. Uh, so Scattershot, you know, gets the gumption to run up to the turret, blast Thundercracker, he flies off, um, and everybody, you know, gets gets back together, but um, they, they realize that Vector Prime is injured and he can't open another gate, so Landmine can't follow Overhaul, and Overhaul is all alone on Jungle Planet. Yep, and on 
jungle planet overhaul thinks you know there's too much interference from this lightning but if i can get to the top of that volcano in the distance then it might be clearer so he transforms and starts driving towards it Back at the temple, Megatron reminds Starscream who's in charge of this outfit and says they'll use these beast bots for as long as it's convenient, but once they have what they want, they're gonna deal with them. Beast Wars! I missed the term beast bots. I didn't hear that. I kind of like that. I'm gonna stick with beast bots, even though this show I'm sure will change the name in two episodes. But uh, <laughs> So uh, Megatron opens up a, a gate, uh, Starscream goes through it, and apparently, um, well, well uh, Overhaul sees this, and apparently this is too fast, and that rips up the geosphere. The geosphere. Why not? And that creates an earthquake, and uh, Overhaul falls down. He's hanging from a cliff. Oh, and there's lava underneath. Whoa! Tension. Back on Earth, they're still trying to reach Overhaul on the radio, but then Dive Dive, or whoever the submarine <laughs> Autobot is, calls in, because he found an Atlantis pattern at the bottom of the ocean. An excavator got stuck behind a tree root, and Overhaul helped to pull him through it and up the hill. It's not as stupid as Kobe pulling landmine out of his crater with a four-wheeler, but it's still too stupid to worry about. You're an excavator! Just back up a bit and rip the root up with your shovel, or back up and drive around it. You're an 80-ton tread-laying vehicle. You don't need roads. Better yet, transform and step over the friggin' thing. You're an Autobot. You have a robot mode. This is your alternate mode. There's no people around. If there were, they'd be here by now wondering what all the friggin' racket was when an 80-ton excavator slipped down the hill. It's like Mitch Hedberg's bit about being allowed to swear on XM radio because back then nobody was listening to it. Yeah, you can swear in the woods too. And then we have a motorcycle that gets detected by Thundercracker because she's driving around without a visible rider. But if Lori told the streetlight that streetlights don't talk, You'd think they'd have told this one that Earth motorcycles don't drive themselves. Bud made holographic drivers for the Autobots. Can't she use one of those? Or if she wants a female rider, just use a hologram of Lori. Or better yet, of someone that looks old enough to drive, which isn't all that old in Colorado, apparently. Fourteen and a half is when you can apply for a learner's permit, according to Google. Can you imagine the price of insurance to insure a... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Dip Pickers Podcast Show. This episode was Search, Paul. Search as hard as you can. Was there anything good? about this episode it was more like wild goose chase like they, yeah there was really no point in going to that atlantis pattern out in the middle of the desert other than the fact that they find coordinates for this other thing but if the thing itself is fake why do they trust that the coordinates for this planet are real they I mean they turn out to be but why would you immediately assume that these are real right and yeah the, the, all of the coordinates all of the signals all the patterns everything has been fake so i don't understand why every time they see one or hear about one still they're like all right everybody get together and go it's uh, yes. but i'm gonna be positive though um the the payphone and the garbage can Autobots made me laugh. <laughs> I got a laugh. That made me phone. really laugh. Um, and then you saying dive dive. I didn't think of dive dive, but dive dive and Smallfoot is just a, like a hey, remember GoBots? <laughs> Wasn't the fact that this episode reminded me of a different show was a good thing. <laughs> yeah, on the whole, not great. To three, four out of ten, would not recommend. They can't all be tens. No, they cannot, <laughs> especially in the Unicron trilogy. But the next episode in the Unicron trilogy we'll be reviewing is deep. If you want to get deep into it, you can email the show at transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yep, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later.
They don't need your charity.